The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wagers. Remember, 12 races on top in a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning.
All righty, all righty, all righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday. It is the final day here in Las Vegas of the National Finals Rodeo. And boy, have we had a great time here with the Cowboys. They end their 10 rounds, go rounds of uh, the National Finals Rodeo. And of course, uh, they'll be packing bags and leaving soon. Some will hang around to do a little shopping afterwards. And then we move right into the holiday season. We have uh, some special programming as far as um, the changing around of some of our shows from our normal schedule, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. But on behalf of uh, the Race Day Show and everybody here at the South Point, the hub of all the action where the uh, Cowboys enjoy themselves, we want to thank those Cowboys and, and all of their cowgirls and friends that come out here to enjoy a great national finals rodeo. Today is their last day. Also the last day, as far as racing is concerned, Aqueduct will have its final day of racing, and then they'll take a holiday vacation until the day after Christmas. And then, of course, we have the wrap-up of both Woodbine in northern, uh, in, up north, and, uh, of course, uh, Woodbine in Canada, and uh, the closing of Los Alamitos. Uh, where am I? Sweatshirt again. The, the Los Al uh, racing, uh, thoroughbred uh, racing closes uh, as well today. So we have a lot uh, that's going on after today. Uh, there will be no aqueduct until after uh, Christmas, no Southern California until after Christmas, when Santa Anita, of course, opens the day after Christmas, no Northern California racing. Uh, Oaklawn Park's going to take a, a holiday break uh, after today, and they'll uh, return after Christmas. And, of course, Woodbine and Los Alamitos are closing. So a lot of uh, setting of the sunset on a lot of things uh, as far as racing and here at the National Finals Rodeo. But the holiday, uh, you know, continues as far as the holiday celebrations with all the football going on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, three great uh, NFL games yesterday. College football started, and it will pick up. So in our shows next week, we're going to kind of highlight some of the uh, the football uh, and the football action here on the race day show since we won't have that much to talk about in horse racing. And I think we'll go ahead and uh, get a show where we'll get our handicappers together and to talk about the Eclipse Awards that are coming up as well. So we got a lot to cover, and there's a lot to cover on today's racing show. I could tell you, it was a very interesting day of racing yesterday across the country. I know Jonathan Ardoon is chomping at the bit to talk about that stakes race yesterday at Aqueduct that uh, had a mysterious, I would say, disqualification. And I know, Patrick, uh, I know that uh, uh, Jonathan will get into that, that's for sure. On today's show, we do have Jonathan Hardoon, of course, and of course, uh, Bob Mazursky will be here for the final day of uh, Los Alamitos. We'll have Ernie Perry's uh, final clocker report out of Wood Woodbine, and of course, uh, John Lindo, Jerry Jay, and Rich Ang as well. We'll ask Richie a little bit about uh, his uh, thoughts about the NFL today. College football picks did not go well for Richie yesterday, but his uh, NFL pick was right on the money, and so we'll uh, wait and see. Our handicappers did quite well yesterday anyhow. At Los Alamitos, of course, the big race of the day was the Los Alamitos Futurity. And Winstock, the longest price of the three horses that were in the Los Alamitos under the care of Bob Baffert, uh, had a gutty win in the uh, Los Alamitos Futurity. Winstock goes gate to wire. And I can tell you that he fought back his uh, stablemate, and a horse uh, that John Sadler had in the race to win the Los Al Derby. Winstock wins. Kyle Frey aboard paid twenty nine forty as a Baffert winner in the Los Alamitos Futurity.
Baffert was winning this race for the 14th time. And a, a stronghold finished second in the race. Coach Prime, the big favorite in the race uh, under Baffert's care, finished third. It was a nice victory as far as the win was concerned because the owner, Ed Allred, and Jack Lebow, uh, both have contributed a lot to horse racing. Of course, Mr. Allred is the owner of uh, Los Alamitos Racecourse. So it was nice to see his horse win the big race there yesterday. 29.40, though, for a Baffert horse. Wow. And uh, as far as our handicappers, Bob Mazursky came with a nice winner in the eighth race. Bossy Bruin Gal paid 6.20 there. And in the seventh race, a race for two-year-old maidens, uh, I got to tell you, Justify, our, the most recent Triple Crown winner, is really uh, doing well as a stallion. His offspring finished first and second in that maiden race in the seventh at Los Alamitos. And the winner, Scatify, paid $20.80, beating another Justify offspring. John Lindo's horse was scratched yesterday at Los Al, so no harm, no foul there. Rich Ang gave us a winner in the fourth race at uh, Los Alamitos yesterday, established. Uh, wins and pays 540. So our handicappers had a, a, a fantastic day at Los Alamitos yesterday, that's for sure. Getting to Aqueduct, we had the New York Stallion Stakes, uh, New York Stallion Series of Stakes Races. The Fifth Avenue Division for two roll fillies at seven furlongs was won by uh, My Head the Lady. My Head, uh, my, I'm sorry, I got a misprint there. My Shady Lady. My Shady Lady with Javier Castellano wins. That was Castellano's second win of the day. Paid $7.50 for trainer Carlos David. My Shady Lady takes that uh, Fifth Avenue division over Walk With Me and Elite Status. The other division, the Great White Way division for two-year-olds at seven furlongs. Both these races, by the way, a half-million-dollar races. The winner there was Antonio of Venice. Now, Antonio Venice had an eventful trip uh, to win this race. This was Jonathan Hardoon's pick on the show. Eventful trip to win for trainer Rudy Rodriguez and Manny Franco. Paid fourteen sixty. Thank you very much, Jonathan, for that fourteen sixty winner. But the, the horse that finished second, Brick Ambush, the horse that uh, finished third, a heavy, heavyweight champ, were involved in an inquiry in this race. Now, they had the winner, the first-place finisher, I should say, Antonio Venice, light was flashing. And they went on and on and on with this, this inquiry. And then all of a sudden, they come up with the official disqualification, but it was not on the horse that finished first. It was the horse that finished second in the race, Brick Ambush, was disqualified and placed out of the money, and that elevated the uh, heavyweight champ and the big torpedo. And it was it would le- left everybody not only in the books watching this uh, adjudication, but also the people at the track dumbfound because they thought the inquiry was on the horse that finished first, the horse that was second in the race, the twelfth horse. His number never flashed on the tote board. So I got to get the take uh, from Jonathan Hardoon on that. But uh, Hardoon survives it with the winner of the Great White Way, Antonio Venice, $14.60. Not a bad payoff there for our handicapper, Jonathan Hardoon. Oaklawn Park uh, featured the tinsel stakes yesterday. The winner there was War Campaign for Emmanuel Esquivel, $14.60 on the win there for trainer Phil Sims. Uh, Second was Speed Bias. 
and then third in the race was Strong Quality. That was at Oaklawn Park yesterday. Gulfstream Park, you remember that uh, both uh, Jonathan Hardoon and John Lindo on our show yesterday was talking about how the bad weather is going to be hit in Florida. We, we saw that on the uh, weather map. And I can tell you this, they got through most of the races, but they canceled the 9th, 10th, and 11th races. The 11th race, the H. Allen Jerkins, which was scheduled for two miles on the turf, was already rescheduled for a mile and five-eighths on the synthetic racetrack. But the rains came hard, and they decided to cancel the last three races at Gulfstream, so that race will have to be rescheduled sometime in the future. Woodbine, on its next to closing day yesterday, uh, had uh, a variation of uh, prices, but I got to tell you, they were mostly favorites. Highest priced winner of the day there paid $14.70. A quick look at what happened yesterday around the country. As far as the weather is concerned here in Las Vegas, it was about uh, 38, 39 degrees. Same thing uh, coming in the office this morning, coming in the studio. And uh, we're going to top out in the low 50s today, uh, but it should be fine. Little clouds, but nevertheless, uh, pretty fine there. And as far as across the country, temperatures are looking well. However, uh, you still got a lot of that action, a lot of rain and action going on in the southeast corner of the, the nation. And some more um, that's uh, coming into central and northern California shouldn't affect any of the action there in southern California, though. We got a lot to go on our show. Jonathan Ardoon is here, Bob Mazursky for the final Los Alamitos. And, of course, our other handicappers, Rich Ang, John Lindo, Jerry J., and your clocker report. So without any further ado, we're going to take our first break on this Sunday. Remember, for those of you listening on the radio, for those of you getting us in, on the audio, uh, video streaming anywhere on our websites, etc., go to YouTube. Go to the South Point Studios site and hit subscribe. It is free of charge. We want you to subscribe today. We'll be back with more right after this. Want to take your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the car, 
First post will be an hour earlier, 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wages. Remember, 12 races on top in a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Alrighty, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We have uh, eight racetracks on our racing menu today. It's kind of a short day of racing, but we're going to close up, of course, Woodbine and Los Alamitos as well. So without any further ado, we're going to go to our racing menu for today, reminding you that uh, a lot of the uh, racetracks, any of the racetracks that are on the uh, mid-east to southeast part of the country might very well be uh, encountering some off-tracks. Here's your racing menu today, reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone because uh, that's how they're going to roll out in our sports book here and our race book here in uh, the South Point. That's for sure. We are in the Pacific time zone. If you are listening anywhere else, and I mean on the multitude of platforms that we have, the websites, the podcasting, the apps on your devices, and of course, right here at YouTube, the South Point Studio YouTube site. If you're in another time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone. Don't want you to miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad. So here we go. Here's the menu for today. We begin with uh, Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park has uh, 10 races today. And uh, they have a super high five carryover, $1,362 at Gulfstream today in their uh, super I-5 carry over there. And a first post time at Gulfstream Park, 10 races at 9-10. Aqueduct, the big A, is next. And uh, they tell us at Aqueduct that uh, the the track is uh, going to be fast, I think, today. That's for sure. Although they haven't... Yes, they have posted it. Okay, the track is fast. 53 degrees and cloudy at post time at Aqueduct today. And uh, their first post time is at 9-20 this morning. 9-20, nine races at Aqueduct. No stakes race today at Aqueduct. Okay. Next up comes Laurel Park. They've got a pick six jackpot carry over $3,716. Their first post time is 925 for nine races at Laurel. Of course, that's in Maryland where there's going to be some tough weather there. It's closing day at Woodbine. There will be mandatory payoffs and everything at Woodbine. Everything goes out the door today. There are 10 races at Woodbine. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $13,470. Remember, the jackpot provisions are off today. The best tickets will chop up all the money. That includes the uh, also the super high five jackpot carryover. That thing is $151,629. It goes today. Best tickets, carryovers, mandatory payouts all day today at Woodbine. Ten races on the finale and a first post time of 10.05 at Woodbine. Then we go to Oaklawn Park. Now, Oaklawn Park is uh, will take off until after Christmas after today's racing card. They have 10 races at Oaklawn, and their first post time is 
The fairgrounds and all that jazz. The fairgrounds has a pick six carryover, not a jackpot. Regular pick six carryover. $2,133. Eight races today. First post time is at uh, 1045 at the fairgrounds. Then we go to Los Salamitos Thoroughbreds, where we're going to close the curtain today on their short thoroughbred meeting at Los Al. It's been a lot of fun. Mandatory payoffs today at Los Alamitos. Everything goes out the door at Los Al. Los Alamitos, first post time is at 11.30. 11.30. It's an early post time because they got 12 races. The 12th and final race today will be the King Glorious Stakes for two-year-olds at a mile, a field of eight before scratches. Well-balanced, good competitive race to wind up the meet there. The 5-2 lukewarm morning line favorite is last call London with Von Hernandez aboard. Los Al Thoroughbred first post time is early, 11.30 with mandatory payoffs today. And then we'll wait until uh, 5.15 and we'll stay right there at Los Alamitos because their second of two programs today will feature 12 more races. Two thoroughbreds, seven mixed breed, three quarter horse. The final quarter horse race tonight, the 12th race, is the $162,700 Derby at 400 yards for three-year-olds. And uh, Don't Sass Kevin is the two-to-one favorite there at Los Alamitos. So big day at Los Al. You've got 24 races overall, 12 in the afternoon and 12 in the evening. Going to be a lot of racing action there in Orange County in Southern California. And they have a pick six guarantee at Los Alamitos tonight for the nighttime card of $10,000. They seeded the pick six pool at $10,000 tonight at Los Alamitos. It's already ten grand there. And that's it. That's the racing menu for today. We now go right to... Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Uh, I'm going to ask you how you are. You had a great winner <laughs> yesterday for us in the stakes, uh, the, uh, the stakes race uh, for the two-year-old Colts. But I got to tell you, what was with that uh, inquiry and disqualification? Naira blew it. They absolutely blew it. You know, first of all, everyone saw going into the uh, when they were turning for home, there was a lot of traffic at the top of the stretch and horses were forced to check out. So uh, it looked like he caused the damage, but he was stuck behind horses and it was either a matter of going down or bullying your way out. And he bullied his way out. Fine. So they stopped blinking the one. What they should have done was blink the entire board. You don't blink just one horse when you know that there's a chance of, you know, a pileup going into the turning for home. They blinked one horse. And not only that, but the foul lasted 15 minutes. It was a long foul. And usually the rule is the longer it is, the better chance you have of coming down. Well, that wasn't the case. They stopped blinking the one. And then about 20 seconds later, there is a disqualification. It's the 12, the horse that ran second. Ralph, I got to tell you, I, I've been doing this for over 50 years. I've never seen that before. I, I mean, totally blew it. You can't do that. You take down a horse that they weren't even blinking. I mean, <laughs> they didn't say there was a foul on the 12. Uh, obviously, when examining what happened going into the turn, they determined that the 12 did something wrong. I watched the race 20 times. The 12 did nothing wrong. He held his course. If anything, the 11, the horse inside the 12, Try to savage the three. In turn, the seven got checked out. While all this was going on, the one bullied his way out. Anyway, Naira totally blew it. They got lambasted on social media, and rightfully so. You know, the other night we were playing Remington Park, and there was a foul. And the stewards get on the microphone, 
and explain to the public what their reasoning was for not taking down the horse. And I think that's a great practice. I mean, the stewards were speaking to the players. You don't see that anywhere. They Dimington, it made total sense whether you agreed with it or not agreed with it. At least they had the decency to have some sort of rapport with the public, the people that are playing, the people that are supporting the game. You can't just give them the finger and say, ah, the 12 is coming down. That's ridiculous. There has to be some sort of explanation. There was no explanation by anybody. And, uh, you know, now they're, they're, they're dealing with, with the repercussions of, of doing it the way they did it. And it was a bad, bad, bad way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard Jonathan Dardoon's Sunday soapbox. <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know, I, I kind of agree with you all. I really do, uh, Jonathan. All, the only thing I could say possibly is that when, when they were looking at what they thought was the first infraction, they noticed that something was going on with the, with the 12 force after they started watching it. I don't think they started the inquiry process on the 12, and uh, that communication never got to the people who were uh, flashing the numbers on the tote board. But that's what I'm telling you. They yeah. were looking, obviously, at the one and picked up the what they thought the 12 did wrong. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, that's why I'm telling you, flash the whole board. When there's, when you're not sure who it is or what caused it, flash the whole board. This way you can't look like the fools that they look like after take take down a horse that wasn't even flashing. Well, all, makes I, no sense. all I can say, folks, is this is Jonathan Hardoon on his soapbox, and he had the winner. That stayed that way at 1460. So congratulations there, Jonathan. Now let's uh, temper down the, the uh, temperature a little because, after all, it's a kickback. Easy Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get to some picks. <laughs> By the way, we're back on next on Wednesday is when we return, correct? Yes. We uh, have the next two days. <laughs> yes, yeah, we, got, we got you two days to calm down. Don't take your blood pressure until Wednesday morning, okay? All right, Ralph, let's look at the ninth and final at Aqueduct. This is a mile and an eighth on the main track, and I like the number four horse in here, Shared Success. Uh, this is a six-year-old Gelden who was last seen at Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes closed, and a lot of the horses transferred either to Aqueduct or to Tampa. Anyway, this horse ends up in the Michelle Nevin barn. I like the barn switch. Uh, this is a horse that's really in top form at the age of six. No rain yet, but there will be rain by the end of the day, and if rain comes, it only helps this horse. The horse, horse runs well on an off track. Horses listed at 8 to 1 on the morning line. Trevor McCarthy aboard to ride. Number four, shared success. Upset someone today's ninth and final out at Aqueduct. All right. Ninth and final at Aqueduct. Number four, shared success, which is what uh, Jonathan did with us yesterday with that winner. In the ninth race, the four, shared success at Aqueduct. And what else? Los Alamitos and the 11th race today is a terrific, terrific betting race. And I like a big price horse here. I love the number one horse, Michelof. Uh, this is a four-year-old cult to, who tried dirt last time for the first time in this country, came to this country, had two races on the grass, not so good, tried dirt last time for the first time and really ran well. I love, I love the rider switch today to Maldonado. Breaking from the inside, Maldonado's going to send this horse and he's going to get position. A ridiculous 20 to 1 on the morning line. Number one, Michelov upsets and wins today's 11th race at Los Alamitos. Boy, I mean, there's a conviction for you, folks. Okay, you got it, my man. In the 11th race, the one, Michelov, the one in the 11th race at uh, Los Al. 
Edwin Maldonado aboard. Don't forget, uh, Mr. Hardoon is working hard. He's got four different handicapping sheets today. Los Alamitos, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Oaklawn Park. And we will let you go. Have a a happy and calm Sunday, Uh, Jonathan. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All right. You got it, my man. Now we go to Mr. Bob Mazursky standing by. Bob, I got my Los Al shirt on again. I noticed. Uh, You're finally wrapping up the meat today. It goes so quick, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, Just six days, and uh, we'll wrap it up today with, like you said, a 12-race card. We get started early, 1130, and the post times will probably be a little bit shorter, so make sure we get everything done before it gets dark because you can't run on the big track if it gets dark because the lighting situation isn't as good as it is on the smaller track at night. Well, you got uh, 24 races to get to, too, so you got to keep uh, keep uh, rolling along on schedule, that's for sure. Bob, uh, you know, in, in horse racing uh, terms with uh, gamblers or players out there, when they see several horses in a race or two horses or more in the race that are trained by the same person but are uncoupled, they're not coupled at an entry, they, they let that uh, happen. That's a new rule in Southern California you can do. That's been there for a while. Bob Baffert had three horses in the Los Alamitos Futurity yesterday. And biggest price of the three won. And a lot of times players will sit there and say, I'm going to bet the higher price of the horses that a trainer has in the race when they're uncoupled. It worked yesterday, didn't it? It certainly did. And Winstock did exactly what he did. And when he broke his maiden, he got to the lead and kept going. 13 to 1 he was when he broke his maiden. He was 13 to 1 again yesterday. So, you know, we had an inquiry in the race. I thought the right call was made. I thought the, the horse to finish second stronghold initiated the contact. The stewards agreed, so they left it alone. So it's a nice win because uh, the horse is owned by Dr. Allred, you know, who, of course, owns Los Alamitos, and Jack Lebow, who's the vice president of the Racing Association. So it's a good win for them. The horse had been kind of disappointing the first two times he ran. They sprinted him. He was favored in both those races, didn't run at all. But he certainly found his niche as a router who wants to be on the lead, and he got the job done yesterday. Bob, uh, and this, of course, was the 14th time that Mr. Baffert has won the Los Alamitos Futurity. Yeah, he won it six times when it was called the Hollywood Futurity over to Hollywood Park, and he's won eight of the ten we've run here. He had a bit of a slump. He hadn't won it the last two years. He won the first seven, didn't win it the last two years, and then he got back in the circle yesterday. So it's a good win for him, like I said, a 13-1, to and somebody really liked the win because it was one winning ticket in the pick six yesterday paid over $89,000. Yeah, $89,794.80 to be exact. And I got to tell you, $29.40 for a win mutual on a two-year-old of Bob Baffert's is uh, very rare, that's for sure. And uh, we wrap it up today with a big racing program. First post time is 11.30. It's early because you got to get in these 12 races and then more uh, 12 more uh, in the nighttime card. Uh, so I think you guys ought to pay uh, Mr. Rona, your track announcer, double time for all those races he has to call today. But your last race of the day and the last race of the season will be the featured race, the King Glorious, for two-year-olds at a mile. I guess these are the two-year-olds that didn't quite make it uh, for the uh, Los Alamitos Futurity. That is correct. They're cowbreds, and a lot of them are trying something they haven't done before, going two turns and... That's why the race is so wide open. I think if you're alive in any of the exotics, pick four, the pick six, you better have a lot of horses in here because I think it could go a lot of different ways. Stolen Treasure is the only horse in the field that's one going a mile, and he did it on grass, so you know, will he be as effective on dirt? Last Call London is the favorite. He's taking blinkers off. He has some races that certainly would make him dangerous, but again, all these horses are trying something new, so 
it should be an interesting race, and I wouldn't be surprised if there is an upset in here as well with a price that uh, pays double digits. Do we have uh, any uh, competition going on as far as the jockey trainer standings? Yeah, right now Mark Glad has a 5-4 to four lead over Baffert, but Mark doesn't have anything in today. Baffert only has one horse, so the best he can do is tie. There's a couple trainers who have three wins, Peter Miller and Steve Knapp, who have several runners in today, so I think they have a shot maybe to get into the mix as well. But right now it's Mark Glad ahead of Bob Baffert. In the jockey's race, Kyle Frey and Tiago Pereira have five wins each, so they're tied for the top spot. And then there's four riders that have four wins, Juan Hernandez, Diego Herrera, Edwin Maldonado, and Humberto Rispoli. So that could go anyway with all those guys riding today. And, you know, it's uh, it's always a lot of fun to have that, uh, you know, that side uh, competition going on as well. Uh, 11.30 again is the first post. I want to remind everybody it's, it's 11.30. And, uh, Bob, you gave us a nice winner yesterday, although I could tell you that in mid-stretch I wasn't sure he was going to get there, but in, at the end, in that long stretch, uh, your horse, the horse that you gave us out, uh, Bossy Bruin Gal, got the uh, job done at 620. Let's parlay that with a finale winner today. Well, I'm going to go to the first leg of the pick six. Pick six starts in race seven today. I like the inside horse, number one, stay in line. The jockey that uh, rode Bossy Bruin Gal yesterday, J.G. Torrealba, I thought he did a great job. Because if you watch the replay of that race, that was yeah. a pretty narrow opening he got through to to win that race. So I, it was a gutsy ride, a very good ride by him. So, Stay in line was very impressive breaking your maiden at Delmore. I don't think this is the strongest field to come right back with, so I'll take number one. Stay in line listed at four to one in race seven. Four to one on the seventh race uh, selection, and of course the first in the pick six. Remember, it's a mandatory payoff today, folks. So if by chance they don't have any winning six tickets, five will get it done. The best tickets are going to chop up everything in the pick six pool today, and Bob gives us uh, the winner of the first in the pick six sequence. Number one, stay in line in the seventh race, the seventh race, number one. Bob, I want to thank you so much uh, for participating with us on the race day shows. And uh, until we get together again after the first of the year, I want to wish you and yours and everybody out there at Los Alamitos a very happy holiday season. Stay safe, and uh, we will talk to you down the road. Same to you, Ralph. Take care. Happy holidays to you and everybody that's watched or listened, and uh, good luck today. And you are invited to uh, share uh, some comments with us on the Race Day Show anytime you want to. You know that. And uh, for the folks that want more of what you have to offer on this closing day, where can they get them? I can, today's RacingDigest.com, I do selections every racing day in Southern California. And then also in the Southern California News Group papers, which include the LA Daily News, Pasadena Star News, OC Register, among others, I do a graded handicap. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. And uh, now we will uh, go to our next break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll have uh, Ernie Perry's clocker report, the final clocker report on the final day at Woodbine as well. And then Rich Ang will be with us. Hey, it's NFL Sunday. We've got to get something out of him for the uh, football as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back on a busy Sunday race day Las Vegas show. Don't forget, subscribe at YouTube, South Point Studio. Subscription is free. We'll be back. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted to meet their unique physical needs. 
needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. All right, back on the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. A quick note, Remington Park wound up their meeting also uh, this weekend. And uh, congratulations to Steve Asmussen uh, winning the training title and, of course, uh, Stuart Elliott winning the jockey title there at Remington. Now we're going to go to Los uh, Alamitos uh, with uh, Rich Ang and, uh, of course, our handicappers, John Lindo and Jerry J. in just a moment. But first, let's wrap up the Woodbine racing for today. They've had a long season at Woodbine. And it finally comes to an end today. It is closing day at Woodbine, which means all of those carryovers, all the money that's in the pools today at Woodbine are mandatory payoffs. If uh, you don't have six out of six in the pick six, the best tickets will win it and uh, so forth in the super high five as well. Everything goes out the door, mandatory payoffs in all the carryover pools today at Woodbine. Ernie Perry wraps up the meet with three picks for you today. Are you ready? All right. In the fourth race, his first of three picks is number six, Painted Glory. Justin Stein aboard. He said Painted Glory for Rachel Halden. Worked on December 9th and 49.60. She is a filly taking on some boys in this one. But I think she can run them off their feet with that workout in tow. He likes in the fourth race, number six, Painted Glory. Then you go to the fifth race for his second of three picks. In the fifth race, he likes number one, Roar of the Crowd with Emma Jane Wilson. Ernie Perry's clock report pick in the fifth race, the one, 12 to 1 on the morning line for Billy Therenos. Worked from the gate on December 3rd in 49, outworking a recent first time starter winner who broke her maiden in Hyper Awakening. This is a deep field, so take the price. The price could be right on number one, Roar of the Crowd. Roar of the Crowd, the one in the fifth race. And then his final of the picks uh, for this season and for today is in the ninth race. In the ninth race, he likes number two, Simcoe with Rafael Hernandez aboard at 8-1 uh, to one on the morning line. He said uh, this one is for Katerina Vesaliba, uh, worked on December 3rd in a minute flat. He said this is a tough allowance race, but gets Hernandez back and is fresh and has some talent, so he thinks this one can get the job done, ninth race the two. So Ernie Perry's three picks on this closing day at Woodbine, fourth race the six, fifth race the one, ninth race the two, and we want to thank uh, Ernie Perry and all the folks out there for Woodbine for their support and their contributions on the race day show this year. All righty, time to go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, Richie, if uh, the 
folks got the uh, the right price on the one college uh, football game that you gave out yesterday. They had a push, and of course, uh, in the in the NFL, the Detroit Lions won big. Yeah, well, actually, uh, Jacksonville State, Ralph. Uh, I have eight phone apps, sports apps on my uh, on my phone, and uh, I was able to get minus two and a half. There was late money on Louisiana, but at worst, you should have been able to push at the minus three, and then the Lions were an easy win. Unfortunately, Georgia Southern didn't show up, and they got humiliated. But uh, so uh, I'll take either one, 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 or two and one, depending on what you got on Jacksonville State. You better believe it, my man. Well, before we get to your pick at Los Alamitos off a winner from yesterday as well. What about the uh, this uh, today in the NFL? You know, I was going to give out two games, and then I saw a line change that I got to bet into. So I'm going to give out three games, Ralph. Uh, the starts out with uh, 324. The Rams are at home against the Commanders. Minus six and a half is a point spread. I really like the Rams. Rams are still playing for a playoff spot. The uh, Commanders have had trouble st- stopping teams that can really throw the football. Plus, they're in a position with a lame duck coach. So 324 Rams is my first pick. Second pick is 329, the Ravens on the road against Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, minus three and a half at most places. Uh, I bought it down to minus three, so I gave a little bit of juice. But I like the Ravens, who are trying to try to get the number one seed in the AFC. And the game that I was just hovering on, but uh, I saw a minus, I mean, a plus nine pop up is game 332, the Chiefs of the Patriots. This is what we call the bookmaker side, Ralph. Everybody. Everybody is betting Kansas City, and I found a couple of nines on my phone. So I'm going to take the Patriots plus the nine because that's just too many points for Bill Belichick. All right, and that is being played, by the way, in New England as well. So you like uh, the Rams, the Ravens, and the Patriots. Bet numbers 324, 329, and 332 in week 15 of the NFL. All right, Richie, well, we wrap up um, Los Alamitos today. And uh, you had a nice winner for us yesterday. What do you look at for today at Los Al? Well, I'm going to set up a Sirocco play. And for you folks who are not familiar with a Sirocco play, that's when two handicappers land in the same race, and then Ralphie can box them in, in the, some of the verticals. In race 11, I know Jonathan likes a big long shot, number one mischief. Um, I like the three-horse, Cowboy Mike. This is Bob Baffert, 5-2 to two in the morning line. Uh, this horse, two back, broke his maiden by seven lanes at Los Alamitos. Juan Hernandez rides. I think this horse runs back to that number. 25 win plays, two for the ROI, number three. Cowboy Mike, race 11. All right, maybe uh, maybe that's a hunch bet to bet the uh, Cowboys today as well. What do you think? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. In the 11th race, you like the three Cowboy Mike, 5-2, to two, Juan Hernandez aboard. And, of course, as you say, Jonathan likes the one. But with Jonathan's horse at 20 to 1, there's plenty of room to make money with uh, boxing that horse and your horse with any other horse that somebody might like there. But for the Sirocco play, which is what we have on the show when your handicappers uh, come in the same race, we're going to box the 1331. 1331 boxes the Sirocco play, but you like the three Cowboy Mike. All right, uh, Richie. Next week, we're light on racing in Southern California, obviously, and no more racing until the day after Christmas. But there is a ton of uh, college football and, of course, uh, another week of NFL yet to come. So we will uh, talk to you on Wednesday and see how you look ahead to, to the week in college football. 
Yeah, and for folks who subscribe to my sheet, Ralph, there's no Los Alamitos, no Santa Anita, but I will put out a simulcast sheet on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. These are the kind of horses I like to play, just, you know, scanning the, the different tracks around the country. So don't know how many horses will be on the list, but I'll do the work for the folks. All right, so in other words, what you normally do on your sheet, and you have one today, you have a simulcast pick on your sheet uh, every day along with the Los Alamitos picks. What you're going to do is expand that simulcast sheet uh, for the days off next week of Los Al, right? Exactly. I don't know how many horses will be on the sheet because i got to do the work first. It could be a few, could be uh, uh, many. You know, it all depends. All right, you got it, my man. We'll keep uh, posted on that, and, of course, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All right, folks, we're getting to our final uh, segment of the show, and our final segment is always with John and Jerry, and that's what's happening today, so don't go away. We'll be right back to wrap up this Sunday show. The National Finals Rodeo, Los Alamitos, Woodbine, Oaklawn, Aqueduct, everybody's uh, closing down or leaving, and uh, but we're going to be here. Don't go away. Los Alamitos Racecourse celebrates its 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing in beautiful Orange County with a great closing day program today. Our daytime winter thoroughbred meet wraps up with mandatory payouts on all wagers. Plus, our stakes action rolls on today with a traditional feature on closing day, the $100,000 King Glorious Stakes. And with 12 big races on the card, first post will be an hour earlier at 11.30 a.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars here. And when the sun goes down, nighttime racing at Los Alamitos follows with big pulls in the early pick four, late pick four, and of course in our traditional $2 pick six. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the closing day action? It's the Vessels Club, with great tables overlooking the finish line. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's exciting daytime racing at Los Alamitos, plus it's mandatory payout day on all wagers. Remember, 12 races on top in a special first post of 11.30 a.m. Hope to see you at Los Alamitos. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All right, back on Race Day Las Vegas to wrap up this interesting week of racing here from the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel Casino in uh, fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, although there's a lot of racetracks that are either closing or ending their meet uh, today and several others that are going to take a vacation, a little sabbatical for the holiday until after the day after Christmas, Fairgrounds is rolling and rolling and rolling right through Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, uh, they'll be rolling, but on Saturday, 
this coming Saturday, the 23rd. Fairgrounds is going to have nine stakes races on their cards. So it's going to be a big day at the fairgrounds, that's for sure, next Saturday. All right, now let's go to John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Well, you were here next to me uh, just yesterday, and now you're back in your uh, studio at the, your house, and we welcome you to the show. Uh, interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, interesting day of racing yesterday with that crazy DQ at uh, at uh, Aqueduct, and, and certainly uh, a lot of great racing at Los Al. Yeah, again, 12 race card today. Hey, one thing about Los Alamitos today, Ralph, that wasn't mentioned yet, there is a middle pick four. Usually there's an early and late pick four. There is a $1 middle pick four today in races six through nine because of the 12 race card. And I think uh, Jonathan uh, covered the uh, DQ at Aqueduct pretty accurately. <laughs> that was just brutal. Uh, unbelievable. Well, I know you were playing the races here at the South Point in the book yesterday. Were you here and uh, saw that race? And if you did, what was the reaction of the crowd here? Uh, I think they were more stunned than anything else. They said, who'd they take down? Yeah. And uh, it was kind of questions about, you know, what happened? Yeah, no kidding. Crazy, that's for sure. Well, we have a, a good uh, competition for the jockey trainer standings there at Los Alamitos. Bob, Bob Mazursky went over that for us. And we got 12 races to, uh, in the day, 12 more uh, tonight. But the final race of the thoroughbred meet, the 12th and final race today, is the King Gloria Stakes for two-year-olds for the Calbreds that didn't uh, want to opt for the Los Al Futurity. Right, and these are uh, developing two-year-olds, a lot of them unproven around two turns. I think the horse to beat is Tom Seaver, number four on the program, uh, coming off a, a nice maiden win. Uh, it was sprinting, so he's got to prove he can go two turns, handle winners. But a lot of these horses are just kind of getting their sea legs underneath them. So uh, it's one of those races that if you're alive, whether it be in the mandatory payout pick six or the pick four at the end, I think you want to be spread in the last race today. That's the King Glorious. All right, uh, John, uh, let's get started with uh, getting a pick. Yesterday, your selection got scratched. No harm, no foul there. Uh, what do we got for today? Let's go to race four today at Los Alamitos. In the fourth race, player B, which is number two on the program, tries dirt for the first time. He's got a good tactical uh, style. I think he falls into a good trip behind number one, Bad Sneakers, and the outside horse in here, which is number six, Duran. And he'll get the first run on Bad Sneakers, who has a tendency to hang uh, in the late stages, I don't think the long stretch is going to help the favorite at all. So eight to one on the program, number two, player B, race four, Los Alamitos. All right, in the fourth race, number two, player B is John Lendo's pick at Los Alamitos. Remember, the Lendo report covering all 12 races today at Los Alamitos, plus a suggested late pick four on the sheet and all that goody information at the bottom. One comprehensive sheet is available right here only here at the South Point in our race book. It is free of charge because they love horse players and they love John Lindo as well. So, John, thanks so much. Uh, what's your schedule for the Lindo Report next week with the uh, the light uh, racing card? Yeah, with the dark days in Southern California, I'll do Gulfstream Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, Christmas Eve Sunday. We'll have something for you as well. All right, you got it, John. Uh, John, we will talk to you uh, next Wednesday then. You got it. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Well, Jerry, um, I got uh, you give me about 30 seconds of that crazy DQ yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know where to start. <laughs> uh, were you, you were you were surprised, no doubt. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally, completely, and um, dumbfounded. 
All right. Um, well, uh, we'll leave it at that. I think uh, we we finally. You know, it's, like the, it's like the it's like the refs in the NFL. You can't. You just can't. Uh, just can't make heads or tails out of it. So. Okay. Uh, enough said there. We finally got uh, Jerry to use very few words uh, in his comments. That's for sure. Uh, Jerry, uh, let's uh, get started with uh, some plays today, uh, and uh, we'll go uh, first to Aqueduct. Okay, uh, we'll go to the big A. Um, let's go to uh, race number five. I have an unusual V horse I'm giving out on the sheet today. It's collect the data from Chad Brown's barn. I very seldom get to give out a Chad Brown horse on this show, but he ran terribly in his first race, but did show great speed. Uh, I should say she did. It's a nice two-year-old filly. I think she'll run much better today. And at eight to one, if we get say four and a half to one or five to one or better, I think it's really a worthwhile play. So I'm going to take number seven, win in place in the fifth race, play the seven over the one, four, five, six, reverse the one, four, five, six back over the seven. But the seven, that'll be our pop out key and feature play in race number five at Aqueduct. All right, Aqueduct, that's the fifth race. It is the anchor race in the early. Pick five and early pick four in the fifth race. You like the seven. Collect the data. Let's collect some money on the win there. The seven and the link-ups yeah. are one, four, five, six. One, four, five, six with the seven. Seven on top and, of course, reverse as well. Fifth race at Aqueduct. What about Los Alamitos? Yeah, I always hate to see Los Alamitos go. It's such a fun meeting. Lots of winners there. We're going to go to the eighth race today. And uh, we're going to this, you know, very low bottom level claimer, the 62 fives. Uh, number eight, wrong term Cupid, just lays over the field, in my opinion, and probably should be eight to five or some low price like that. Um, I like the eight an awful lot. You'll notice that she, this mare never runs a bad race at Los Alamitos, and her best figures come here and. She's just better than these, and from the outside, I like her. So I'm going to take the eight over the two, four, six. Small reverses to break even, but the eight, wrong turn Cupid, two to one or better, looks like a good play to me. All right, in the eighth race today at Los Alamitos, this eight is the key. Easy to remember, the eight in the eighth race. Link-ups are one. Uh, make that link-ups are two, four, and six. Two, four, and six with the eight and reverse. Jerry J's power pages for all of Los Alamitos, 12 races today and all of the races at Aqueduct today are available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com. Well, it's been an interesting first week here in the uh, South Point studios. We want to thank all of the folks here and Sean and all the fine folks behind the scene making this happen. Uh, and we want to remind everybody out there to go to South Point Studio. When you go to YouTube, go to South Point Studio, hit subscribe. We need the subscribers only for, uh, you know, future endeavors. Maybe you'll get something in the mail from us. Who knows? In any case, it's free of charge. Go ahead and subscribe. In the meantime, for all of the handicappers here, all of the people behind the scene, etc., get out there and enjoy your Sunday, everybody. We'll be back on Wednesday. God willing, Crick Don't Rise. Say it, Jerry, quick. Have a great race day, everybody.